You're listening to the Monday Maniacs Podcast. Monty Maniacs out there, it's episode number eight, and this week, I'm joined again by co-host. I'm drinking right now. Uh, PJ. Kansai PJ here, yes. PJ, sorry. Uh, you caught me mid-sip. Mid-sip, you know, I saw him with a drink and I don't know why I did that. Um, and uh, we're here for episode number eight, and this week we're going to be finding out a little bit about Munzee play in the UK. Hey, that rhymed. Um, so uh, this week, joining us uh, all the way from uh, the United Kingdom, we have... I'm Tony Dev. Um, I am actually Tony. Dev is my dog. And <laughs> I'm based in Portsmouth, which is on the south coast of England. Nice, nice. Well, so, uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tony, for joining us on the podcast. We really definitely it's appreciate it. It's a pleasure. It. Yeah. So um, I was wondering if you would be able to, um, you know, introduce the Munzee Maniacs to yourself and tell everyone a little bit about yourself and, and where you live. Um, and yeah, just a, a little bit about, about who you are. Sure. Okay. Well, I love playing location-based games. I've always done that. I started when I was a kid. I used to go letterboxing in Dartmoor. Have you ever heard of that? It's a rather primitive type of geocaching. Without GPSs, you use maps and clues, cryptic clues, to find boxes hidden out on the moors. Uh, I guess that evolved into geocaching, which I started, well, 2003, I think I found my first geocache. And from following uh, forums online, I heard about Manzi, and I had signed up in 2012, so not right in the beginning, but um, near near the start of Manzi. Mm-hmm. Uh, the area where I live already had quite a few active players, so I was able to jump straight in and do loads of capping locally. But I guess like a lot of geocaches, I didn't really get it to begin with. Um, didn't see a point in it. I still played the game, but didn't didn't. I don't think I enjoyed it, to be totally honest. Um, but that all changed when Clown Wars started. So I said, we've got quite a few active players locally. And when the Clown Wars was first announced, one of them contacted me and said come along and join a local clan, which I did. And yeah, at that point, suddenly it all had a purpose, uh, being part of a team, working towards a goal. We had quite a good clan. In fact, we had, I think, three clans, might have even been four. We had enough players locally to put together a proper squad. Wow. I was never in the first team. Uh, I was always in the B team. <laughs> uh, but our, our, our first team had, we had the, the, the the world's number one player is local to us here or was local to us here and wow. another two or three who are in or around the top 10 and the a team won the clan wars a few times in that first year or so and myself and the b team we we had a few top 10 finishes as well and yeah i i, I really enjoyed going out after work in the evening and trying to just tot up as many points as i could to help the team's cause well, that's really interesting because I mean, for me, I I'm on a clan with Kevin, and but I I hate to say uh-huh. it, I I I'm not a team player, and I I don't enjoy 
the strategic aspect that is necessary for clan uh-huh. wars. I like growing the map or going to a new spot. Um, yeah. And though Kevin and I are on a clan, it's very casual. Mm-hmm. But can you maybe give us a little bit more about clan wars? Why? It's so appealing to you because I think we're underrepresenting that aspect of the game on the podcast. Okay. Um, well, first thing I said back then when it first started, it didn't have all the requirements it does now. So the first year's worth of Clan Wars, it was just about who had the most points. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the requirements came in after, I guess, about six months. Um, but I like the requirements. I like having the different aspects that come out every month that makes you feature in a different part of the game. Um, sometimes you forget about, I don't know, the, the Zodiacs, which I think is what the, the focus is mainly on this month, isn't it? Yeah. And having that motivation to go out and actually find and deploy some Zodiacs when perhaps you weren't thinking of that, it, it, it just keeps changing your focus. It's one of those things that Munzee can do, mm-hmm. make you look at different parts of the game. There's so many different ways of playing. And often I think that's underrepresented how good the clan war is if you are part of a team to, 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 to focus you onto something else, something different each time. Mm. Oh, I, yeah, I, guess, really. I guess we don't think about that because we're in underdeveloped areas. So uh-huh. it's largely things we, for me, it's one pain after the other. Okay, well, we don't have <laughs> the crews anymore, cruises anymore. We don't have... There are like two Zodiacs all in, in the whole area. That's it. Yeah. Whereas I think if, if you're playing in an area that a mature map, yeah. it would get bored without those requirements. I, I guess maybe those requirements yeah. you keep yeah, it alive. I to- totally see where you're coming from there. Um, it, it, you've got the two extremes. If you are in a, a well-developed area, it's too easy. I, I was looking this morning and we're, what, three days in and our clan is pretty much got what we need for level five already there's nothing that much more to do um and i must say we are a very casual clan i I mean the clan called the south coast scanners big up the south coast scanners a really friendly bunch um the bulk of the clan's been together since we we started um we got two players away from this area we got one in norfolk also in england and another in the usa and we don't put any pressure on each other. We, we usually get level five, but it's not something that we, 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 we strive for. We just go out and do as much as we can, enjoy playing the game. And if we don't make the requirements, then it doesn't matter. Who cares? That's a yeah. great attitude. I think that's what yeah. makes it fun. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's kind of the attitude. Like I know with our casual clan, um, you know, so we chat together and we even say, you know what, if we can only get level one rewards this month, whatever. Um, yeah. Something. Well, you know, we'll get well, a plan. I think if you're in an undeveloped area, that's what you've got to do. You've got to aim for yeah. the, the lower levels. Uh, if you can recruit a few players in, in areas where there's already a lot to get, maybe they can help you along, but you've still got to do the yeah. individual requirements. Absolutely. But, and that, that's, that's the thing like we were, we're, you know, we're hoping to do in the future is get maybe a player who's in the UK or in the States, get someone like that involved with us. Because, for uh-huh. example, like last month, that whole thing about Curies, that was when you're playing in a place that has, like when I moved here to Shenzhen, like it had 10 munsies in the whole city. Right, yeah. Well, it doesn't, doesn't I, I can't help out too much. And even like the other day, one of those curiosities, um, a player, a, a new player who I recently introduced to the game, he went, he capped it, one of them. <laughs> and he's obviously, he's not like, he's not Kiru or Zikiru. He was just like, wow, that's a really old one. I'm going to go find it. And then I was kind of like, yeah. oh. 
And the, the cruisings have been quite controversial, haven't they? Because they, they, I think yeah. they put them on the requirements for five, six months running now. So there's not a lot left in a lot of areas. Uh, mm. So that makes it difficult for, for people all over the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, sure. and I, I, I see their point. They want to they wanna rejuvenate the map, but mm -hmm. I really wish there would be a little bit, and this is selfish, of course, but I, I wish there would be a little bit more focus on on growing the game in young areas because even mm -hmm. the Zodiacs, I mean, I like the Zodiacs personally, but there aren't many of them here. No. Uh, and the ones that are, I put out. So it's yeah, the right. feeling that, or another player, and I've already capped his. So there's an issue, you know, it's, I, I love, I like, I like it, but I'm also torn because I'm not a team player. And I, I find that one of the things I like about, Munzi is that I can play by myself and I can have my own, you know, some people care about points. I don't really care about being the top of whatever contest, but I, I do, I want like my streak and I want to talk to you about your streak because I'm on, I think 300, I'm two thirds of the way there to my one year awesome. badges. And well done. Here you have a, what is it? Four or five years? Yeah, I passed on the, the, the daily capture streak. I passed five years uh, at the beginning of December and on deploys. Yeah. Uh, just by, by capping every day is my first Like you, I wanted the badges. I wanted the, the, the year badges, mm -hmm. the beast badge, whatever it's called. Um, I set about doing that and I just carried on. I, once you get past that one year, I think the stress goes out of it. I guess where you are now, it's a little bit tedious. It's a little bit stressful because you know if you miss a day, you've got to go back and start again. All of your work's been for yeah. nothing. Um, but once you've passed that year, you're just doing it because you enjoy it, aren't you? So, and it's but, not difficult but to be totally honest. Do you have a honest. routine? Do you do, do you go out every morning or do you go out after work? What's your routine? Oh, it's, it's even easier than that. I, when, when I wake up each morning, I grab my iPad. And, you know, I, I check the news, I check Facebook and I check Munzee and <laughs> I've got the, I've got the Skyland in my bedroom and there's always something there waiting. You, you know, I, I wake up and there's Aphrodite in my bed every day and, and she gets capped. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Well, you see for me, like the, the capping part is not an issue because I've got, um, I've got a places on either side of my apartment that I can capture at any time. I've got a museum on one side of yeah. my apartment complex and I've got a university on the other side. Um, deploying is my issue. I forgot to deploy mm -hmm. yesterday. Dang it. Okay. I was, yeah, I, but, I was all deploying takes it. more effort than capping. Sure. Yeah. So the capping streak, I've got the capping every day, but cap and deploy is what I would try to go for. But um, just days when I'm like, I'm going to do that. And then something comes up and. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> But but again, I, I I must admit I checked the Munzee app multiple times during the day, yep. and at some point I deploy something. Yeah, it, 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 I've got quite a lot of virtuals in my account. That's another benefit of playing the Clown Wars actually, because you build up the credits, mm -hmm. you oh, get yeah. plenty of virtuals waiting to be deployed, and it's so easy to just deploy from the map. Uh, if I'm not out and about doing physical, I prefer the physical side of the game, I must be honest. But deploying the virtuals is just so straightforward and you can you can focus on the area where it's going to get your points. Yep. Deploy where there's uh, either a Munzee garden or there's an event coming up and you know it's going to get 
hundreds of caps. Uh, so, so often that's better than actually doing a physical deploy. Can you? Yeah, these, these are things I'm just learning about as a new player. As someone, I mean, I've I've been playing less than a year, and um, just around Christmas time and around New Year's, I'd be sitting here at at, at home having a having a beverage, enjoying my holiday, and I, I just put out a thing on like the Munsey Water Cooler or the Facebook page for this podcast. I'm like, I've got a few thank you cards. Who wants one? Give me your coordinates. And uh, there's been a couple. There's one, a couple I dropped in Europe that have gotten about twenty caps or thirty caps each. Sure, sure. Wow, that doesn't happen. Again, I play in an underdeveloped area, so I'm used to when I deploy a card, it's usually the person who I'm kind of deploying it for. They'll cap it, or maybe another person. I think that's what HQ intended when they invented the cards. But any sort of temporary munzi, if you put them out at an event, especially an event that's going to get lots of attendees, you're going to get lots and lots of caps. Um, And that's what I tend to do to save up the, the, the temporary munzies and put them at whatever the big event is every month. Can you talk a little bit about events? Uh, Since uh, both Kevin and I, I mean, I've been playing since, uh, what was it, 2015 on this account, 2013 on my original. Um, Mm -hmm. But I've never, I've always been in an underserved area, so I've never been to an event. So could you talk a little bit about the events and and what you've done and what participated in? Sure. Well, first thing I'll say is with, the current COVID situation, there hasn't been a lot of events lately. It's something that's really missing from the game, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, events, probably if, you, if you're comparing geocaching to Munzee, it's one area where Munzee totally wipes the floor with geocaching. Munzee events are, are, are pretty awesome if you like the game. Um, you get the social aspect, you get to meet all the other players, which, as you were saying, normally we're anonymous, aren't we? Normally we sneak around town wafting our phone at every lamppost but we, we don't get to talk to anyone um and, and yeah at the events depending how they've been arranged they're, they're all different but there'll be some sort of social gathering maybe some games to play or um a meal at a pub something like that but you also get hundreds and hundreds of munsies to cap um i think that's what draws the crowds in. that's why people go to the events um i must say in the UK, we've got one uh, one Munzee player called Nutty Nan, and she is the queen of putting on events. She, every year, normally at Easter, she holds a big event. Uh, she's currently living in Western Supermare, which is a seaside resort, and it's it, it's already covered. But when the event's on, it's also covered in temporary Munzees. Um, and it, it really is the, the, the must-do thing for a Munzee player in the UK every year is to go to Nutty Nan's event. Uh, she did have an event last year. She managed to get one in in September when the restrictions were a little bit lower. Um, and it, it coincided with a double point weekend. And oh. I, I went over there. I, I traveled up on Saturday, came back Sunday evening. I did have some issues with my phone. My battery died and my charger died. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still managed, I think, 800,000 points. Um, so it was <laughs> a, a real haul uh, just in 24 hours. Oh, my God. Uh, dare to dream. Um, you know, like, again, as, as, as a new player to the game, I mean, I can't wait when the world, um, you know, settles and the dust settles, the COVID dust yeah. settles and, and we can start moving around again. I mean, I really can't wait to add Munzee to part of my holiday. And this is a new thing for me yeah. now. Yeah. When I do go to um, places or we travel, you know, luckily I'm an international school teacher and we, because of where I live and the kind of lifestyle awesome. I have, I get to move around a lot when I can. Uh-huh. 
Um, and I, you know, I wish I'd known about Munzee a couple of years ago when I'd be, you know, bopping down to Malaysia or going here or there. Um, but events, that's this thing that I really want to take part in and, and, and be involved in. Yeah. And because there's, there isn't a lot of content out there about Munzee. That's something we were talking about before we started recording. Um, but the, the little bit that there is, I think of, uh, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, um, on YouTube, he's a, he's a Munzee player as well. And the only kind of real Munzee content out there on the internet is, is his. And he's been to MHQ a few times for events and he's been to other events and, um, you know, some events where geo, it's like a geocaching slash Munzee event. And it just looks like so much fun. And I, I can't wait yeah. to do something like that. Yeah. That, I, I guess to get the, the most out of them, you've got to be in an area where there's a lot of players. Yeah. Um, but you could just try hosting one. You could put one on where you are and hopefully all the players in your neighborhood will turn up and at least you'll get to meet them and um, get some extra caps at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm still in the, I'm still in the, at the point now where I've got like in the city, it was myself, it was my son. I've got one new, very enthusiastic player um, and then a couple of others who've dabbled and I'm still working on it. So, um, okay. That's probably about right. I, I think what I found living where, where I am, in this town, there's probably four of us who are enthusiastic players and another three or four who are in and out of the game. And I think that's, that's about right. If there were more and there has been in the past, it gets too competitive. You bet yeah. there becomes nowhere to deploy anything. And if a special bouncer lands in the town, it's a, a race out to get it. It's, it's, yeah. it's too competitive. Whereas if yeah. there's no other players, there's no one to deploy things for you or to cap what you put out. So I think probably in an area to have three or four players is is about right. Mm, yeah. It's a yeah. mix, isn't it? Yeah. It's, you don't want to get mm -hmm. too dense, but I'll, you know, if, you, if you're very, your density is low, it's not fun either. It's, it's, there's a middle spot. I, in the Kansai uh, that Kevin has just recently left, we're just getting to that point, I think. Uh, there are 20 players, but in a large area, maybe okay. the size of England. Um, and 20 players is enough to create motivation, but th the competition isn't too bad. Um, sure. But I, I wonder, I, as much as I encourage local players to play, I do think about that. There will come a point when it's not to uh, my advantage. <laughs> I, that's, that sounds a little bit selfish to say, but... You know, it is a game, and 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 I, I like to win, even though if we're winning by different metrics. You know, for me, the total points don't matter so much, but the idea of uh, you know, I for me, I love capping a new area, or I love, and the problem is if it's too crowded, I'll be halfway through what I want to deploy, and then someone will deploy in the same spot, which later I got no problem with. But I'm in the middle of creating and. Uh, you know, it's it's that level of it's that density mix. It's a, it's an issue. Yeah, but what can yeah. you do? I mean, I it better. I guess it's it's better to have too many players than to, to have too few. I, you don't yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah, because if you're alone, you're just chasing bouncers. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's exactly. all there is. And I've gone through that, like you know, I'm still now. I'm I'm at a point now where I've got another player in 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 the game, a colleague who's actually it's really cool today. I saw he went for a hike up a mountain today and made a trail. Um, I was Brilliant. like, that's cool. Um, you know, it's it's neat that some. I was just watching. I was getting the email alerts. I'm like, sweet. And he, you know, I started a trail 
um, kind of in, near his neighborhood. And then the next day he continued it and, and added a, a bunch more greenies. So it was like, okay, cool. So um, it's fun that I see stuff on the map now that I can go out and get. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not just, you know, because in the past, maybe I would get everything. And then it, literally my Monday experience would be, I'd take my son out who's 10 and then he'd I'd just hang out with him while he went around capping. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so that's, that's really fantastic. It's cool to hear a bit more about clan wars. Cause I have to admit that's something, although we've been dabbling in it, I'm still very ignorant about. Um, and like PJ said, uh, I, I do realize now that there can be a lot of strategy involved and a lot of, a lot of, yeah, deep, very much so a lot of deep thought into how to play it, how to be successful. Um, I can only imagine like, you know, which, and I, I, I know on a lower level as a casual clan, like myself and PJ and, and uh, our friend Sarah and a couple of our kids talking about it. Um, even we have to strategize like, okay, like last month to get those, those curiosities. Okay. Who's, who's going to go. Who's going to get this? And I'd be like, all right, guys, I got time on Thursday. I'm going to hop on the train. Ten stops away, there's one. Uh. <laughs> and I'm like, off I go. No, and like literally no joke. <laughs> and then and then because of China and, and, and the way things don't always work with mapping and stuff, it was like literally on the it, – it, it, yeah, it, it was gone. I replaced it. But then it actually the map was on the other side of the road. And then I went through this like, what do I do? <laughs> and I was able to sort it out, but I mean, like, you know, a lot of effort for minimal results, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's cool um, to, again, again, to hear about that. And I, I do have to admit, even if it's on, a, on just a lower level of getting level one rewards and stuff, it is nice each month to have those virtuals appearing in your account. That's pretty yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there anything yeah. particular about the UK game that, that we should know or because you know ideally in theory we have listeners around the world who may not know about particulars in different places so uh what what if anyone's coming to the UK is there is there something they should what what do you think they should know um I, I don't think it's too different here. I, looking at some of the stat sites, it, it, it seems the UK is third behind USA and Germany in terms of number of players and number of uh, Munsies that are out there. There's four or five hotspots where there's really active communities, uh, the Southwest, uh, around Plymouth area and Western Supermare, where I mentioned Nutty Nan earlier, the Midlands, London, the South Coast where I am has got lots and lots of a high concentration of Munsies, but they're, they're pretty much everywhere. Whatever town you go to, there's there, there will be something to cap. The, mm. the, the map is quite full, to be totally honest. Nice, nice. Cool. Well, I mean, um, and I suppose, you know, um, the game being more developed in other areas, um, you know, would, would I, 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 I'm going to assume is I haven't looked at it on the map. Sometimes I like to just type in like city names yeah. on the map and mm -hmm. see what happens. Um, um, but where, for example, like, are, are there any areas that are, I guess, that, is it Naughty Nana's uh, where you would find yeah. gardens? Like really, are there some really big and impressive gardens? Um, yeah, there, 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 there are gardens all over the place, to be totally honest. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I think the original or one of the original Emerald Gardens was in uh, Greenwich in London and, and, and that attracted lots of other virtuals around that area. Uh, I can remember capping that probably about six or seven years ago when they first started the actual concept of gardens. Mm -hmm. 
That's that's and that's a future topic for an episode we plan on covering because I know even on the Munzee Water Cooler on Facebook and Munzee for Newbies, people have requested that. You know, we'd like to know more about not just like what gardens are and how to play them, but how to create them because even I don't know. And that would be maybe a yeah. fun little project to uh, to get a garden because again, I know like in Japan there are no gardens, and um, in China, which is even less developed than Japan is, definitely none here. So uh, that would be something. I've only yeah. seen them on, on, on a map and from another country. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, to be honest, it's not an, an area I know much about. We, we held an event. I was a joint host of a couple of other local players and we, we asked someone to design a garden for us where the, a couple of miles away from where the event was and they did a really super job, but what actually went into the designing of it, I don't understand. Um, <laughs> Well, it's usually done through spreadsheets which are separate yeah that's why you have to put it we'll put out a call on the munsey water cooler or something like that to get um yeah get, 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 an, get a garden expert on a gardener exactly, exactly um now uh we don't want to keep it too much longer you know um so I, i'm just curious as we kind of end wrap up the podcast what what advice would you give Someone like me or PJ um, or the, the the people we know who are playing in these underdeveloped areas, because you've been playing for a while. You've got a lot of experience um, in the game. What are some nuggets of knowledge that maybe you would pass on to folks like us on how to build the game um, in the area where we are, say in an underdeveloped area? Okay. Well, firstly, I'd love to be in an undeveloped area to, to be in your <laughs> position. <laughs> um, it's pretty crowded where I am, but... What I would say is if you can and, and, and work with the, the other players locally to do this, try and zone off areas to put clusters of certain types of munsies. So have a, have a zone where you have all your jewels and a zone where you have your clan war weapons and a zone with gaming munsies. And what that will do in the long run, once it's, it, it's built up, it will make your clan war requirements really easy because say you had to have 100 jewel captures if the jewels are scattered all over the city, it's going to be quite a chore to go out and get them all. But if they're all in one area across a couple of streets, it's simple. Just go out and you can, you can get your requirements within half an hour and you wow. get more caps as well. I never thought of that. That's fantastic. You know, it's an interesting thing because like here in Shenzhen, there's a shopping mall that's again, about 10 stops away. It's a place where I got that curiosity. Um, and I was out there one day placing some things and, and some listeners of the podcast were kind enough to deploy a bunch of munsies there. And someone had put a whole bunch of evolution munsies and said that this is like for clan requirements. And then we've got another area really far away in the city where when I returned to China, I had to do two weeks of quarantine in a hotel and some awesome people were um, uh, PJ here and my friend Sarah, who was um, on the podcast uh, last week or last episode. Um, they placed a bunch of virtuals around my quarantine hotel so I could play from the hotel room. Um, but some, some listeners, I assume, have, have actually put stuff up in that area. And um, someone put a whole bunch of clan weapons up there. And I thought, I'm just like not touching this. I'm like, this is it's kind of hard to get to. But I'm thinking if I get more involved in clan wars and there's a, a month where they say you have to get a whole bunch of weapons, I'm like, that's perfect. Yep. There's like a dozen clan weapons in this one spot around this hotel that I, I was staying in. Well, yeah. exactly that. Um, if, if everything's clustered, you're going to find the clan wars easier or Z-Ops or whatever it is that you're trying to work towards and you'll get more caps. You'll get more cap on points and, and, and at the end of the day, you'll get more points out of it. Mm. 
Wow, I know that's fantastic. I, 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 it's it's sad that I've been playing since 2015 and haven't realized that. But I could see that the the it it will be hard because you need people that are willing to cooperate and sit down and kind of work as a t- un, uh, you know an, an unregulated team. But I think that's that's fantastic. <laughs> no, because yeah. yeah, okay, now yeah, I'm writing this down. Are we, we recording this? Are we recording this? <laughs> yeah, we are recording it. We better be. Now, that's about this is part of why we wanted to make this podcast. You know, not only so we could learn, but other players can learn, and those who do know sure. um, can just enjoy listening to Munzee content. Um, yeah. So um, I'm curious. So Tony, can you one more time let people know if they want to say follow you socially in the game within the game? What is your username? Uh, Tony Dev. T O N Y D E V. DEV nice. even. <laughs> yeah. Very cool, very cool. So Tony Dev, guys. So um, if, if you want to follow him socially on uh, within the Munzee game, go and, and check him out. And Tony, thank you so much for joining us on this yeah. episode of the podcast. Oh, thank you for the invite and keep up the good work, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying listening. Well, and I'm not just saying this because I'm part of the team, but yeah, I am too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Well, hey there, folks. It is Kevin, and I want to thank you for listening to episode number eight of the Munzee Maniacs podcast. On behalf of myself and PJ, I'd just like to say that we are so thankful for all of you amazing Munzee players out there around the world who have been discovering the show and interacting with us and enjoying this Munzee content. Um, You can, of course, continue to interact with us uh, on our social media, wherever we may be. The best way to find out where we are, of course, is to go to the Munzee Maniacs uh, show notes page over at munzeemaniacs.blogspot.com. Go there, check that out for all the links, of course. Um, We are on anchor.fm, Munzee Maniacs, and we're basically on all major podcast platforms. We're on Google, we're on Apple Podcasts, you name it. So it would really help if you could guys, for example, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, to go and give us a a great review, give us a nice rating and all of that stuff to help the podcast get noticed. And of course, please share this podcast within the Munzee community that you take part in. Uh, You know, it's been many years since there has been consistent Munzee content out there, and now there's finally a show, so help us keep the ball rolling. Also, of course, I want to give a special shout out to the community that's growing over on Facebook, over on facebook.com slash Munzee Maniacs podcast. We've got a fun little community over there. Um, You know, I've been really enjoying sharing uh, stuff about Munzee play, Munzee news, and I've been really enjoying learning from the much more experienced Munzee players out there who are part of the Facebook page. So again, get over there onto Facebook over at facebook.com slash Munzee Maniacs podcast Join the community, like it, follow it, and share your experiences with us. And for everyone out there who is showing a little Munzee love our way in Osaka, in Shenzhen, China, where I'm at, and again, Osaka, where PJ's at, we really appreciate it. You're helping the map grow and grow and make our Munzee experience more amazing. And you know what? Hey, this podcast is fantastic because this is an opportunity for, for me and PJ to learn and for all of you guys to learn. Um, for newer players to learn and experienced players to just connect, build their network, and just have a fresh perspective on things. So again, we want to thank you all for listening to this podcast. Uh, hope you're safe wherever you are. 
live life safely. We know the world's a crazy place right now and it's not always the safest because of health concerns. So be careful everyone and we hope you're happy. We hope you're healthy. And again, stay safe. And we'll be back uh, in a couple of weeks with the next episode of the Munzee Maniacs Podcast. Thank you.